Welcome to the Salvation Now podcast. We're so glad to have you joining us today. Uh, hope you've been enjoying the podcast series that we've started out with Pastor Oscar Sosa entitled Biblical Principles for Success, uh, Lessons Learned from the Bible, and Tips for Growth, Tips and Biblical Counsel for Increase. Because as we always say, it's never by accident. Growth, everything that we do for the Lord has to be intentionally done, and intentional steps bring success. And so today, last week we did a biblical principle for increase or for success, speaking about the spirit of wisdom and God's wisdom at work in us. You know, the Bible makes it very clear that we have the mind of Christ. And so if you have the mind, not of an angel, the mind not of an archangel, but the mind of Christ, it should show. It should show not only in your in your your words, but true wisdom is in work, in what you do. Uh, it's it's knowledge applied. It's how you operate. It's um it, it's not in how much you know. It's in what you're doing, and in doing that, Pastor Oscar read it last week. He said in Matthew seven, it says, "If you hear these words of mine and do them, I'll liken you to a wise man, and you're the one who's going to build a house upon a rock, and that rock's going to keep on standing. You'll have enduring and lasting success." So, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, definitely go back to our podcast um, episode number two, which was the spirit of wisdom. For today, Pastor Oscar, welcome back. Happy to be back. For today, I'm super excited for this one. This is something we both strive for. This is something we both have passion for. This is something that, in my opinion, if you don't have this, it doesn't matter what we talked about the last two weeks. If you don't have this, you are not going to do, and I don't care if you have a nice heart. I don't care if you have a good character. I don't care. If you don't have this, you can have a good heart and you'll still struggle. You can have a good character and you'll still be at the bottom of the barrel. This is extremely important for lasting and enduring success, and that is Excellence. Mm. Excellence. I want to read this out of Daniel chapter 6. Daniel, the sixth chapter, and verse, let's do verse 1. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom. And over these three governors, of whom Daniel was one. Now pay, pay attention to this. Daniel's a slave, comes into Babylon as a slave, a Jewish slave, mm. a young boy. And if you read Daniel chapter 1, it says that God gave Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wisdom and knowledge so that when the king of Babylon interviewed them, they were found to be 10 times wiser than all the studied people of Babylon, all the ones that had gone through the extreme universal university hustle, those that had gone through the ladder of, of educational hierarchy, and all those people. The Bible says these four Hebrew slaves we're found 10 times wiser because God gifted them with wisdom. And look at what happens here in Daniel chapter 6. And of these three governors, so there's three people got that, that Nebuchadnezzar, or no, rather it's Darius. Darius sets over the entire realm of Babylon, and one of these three is Daniel. Mm. Comes in as a slave, he's a governor. So you talk about what the effect of wisdom is, it brings supernatural promotion and success. It brings aggressive increase that the satraps might give account to them so that the king would suffer no loss verse 3 this is what i wanted to focus on daniel 6 3 then this daniel so not another daniel this daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an 
excellent spirit was found in him. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm of Babylon. The Bible says that wisdom brought Daniel to a certain level. But then because there was an excellent spirit in him, he distinguished himself in the entire realm that even the cream of the crop of Babylon were far below how Daniel was operating, far below the level of, of, of success Daniel had, far below the level of, 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 uh, of supernatural productivity that Daniel was bringing to the table. This Daniel distinguished himself because an excellent spirit was found in him. Excellence is a spirit. Excellence is something that should be in every Christian. Anybody that calls himself a born-again redeemer should carry this excellence. Colossians, Paul actually says a New Testament version, and he goes ahead and says, don't let your deeds be only outward so that you can be seen by men, but do everything from a willing heart as unto the Lord. So everything you do, the, the lazy people that have a slack hand, that don't, that don't uh, exemplify this excellence, they are totally unaware that God is watching them. People that carry this excellent spirit that we just spoke about in Daniel 6 are those that have a constant awareness that there's always two eyes on me. Yes. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro, seeking one who's loyal to him, one who's who's performing at a high level, not before, not for eye service and man pleasers, but I live for an audience of one to please God. And and it sh you can see throughout the entire Bible, it was the excellence of people, of men of God, of women of God, that brought them to this high level in life. And uh, so we want to go ahead and talk about excellence. What is excellence? Why don't you, why don't you go it. ahead yeah, with that? Yeah, basically, you know, like the thing is, when it comes to excellence is like a lot of people have giftings. A lot of people have um, things that they're able to do well. You know, like, uh, you know, some people are really good at soccer. Some people are really good at, uh, you know, maybe it, it is carpentry. Some people are really good at speaking. Some people are good at teaching. And they're good at different things. And I love what you said. It said, excellence understands that there are eyes that are watching you. And not only the eyes of the people, but also eyes of the Lord. That's right. And that's what it is. A lot of people have gift things. And their gift things, you know, opens doors for them. And they keep going higher and higher and higher. Wonderful. But the thing is, the only thing that's actually going to keep them there is actually a spirit of excellence. Whatever is going to keep you at the top is actually if you have that spirit of excellence, understanding that your character, you know, another, some people translate the word excellence as to a manner of life, a manner of life. And actually, that reminds me of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10, that says, now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith patience, love, and perseverance. Basically, the manner of life is like this excellence that we're supposed to be doing. Excellence in teaching, in conduct, in purpose, in faith, in right. patience, That's in good. love, in perseverance. That is, to, 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 to a degree, understanding that excellence is not just like doing things well, but doing things in a way that is worthy, in a way that it's honorable right. to the Lord. That's good. That's excellent. And, and, you know, and we're talking about an excellent spirit. We're not talking about an excellent job that you did. Exactly. Because there's a lot of people <laughs> who they have, like, they're one-hit wonders. They yeah. did one thing well once, and they have a chip on their shoulder now, and they walk around like they're the best thing since sliced bread. 
We're talking about an excellent spirit, yeah. someone who's constantly striving to be excellent in everything they do. And as we've stressed it enough on this podcast already in the first eight minutes, it's to be <laughs> well-pleasing to the Lord. It's to glorify God in our conduct. I love what Paul tells Timothy. Yeah. He says, until I come, give yourself to, ex- to exhortation, to reading, to doctrine. And he says, don't let anyone despise your youth. So that means if you're young listening to this podcast, don't let anybody despise your youth. There's no age requirement to operate in this excellence. I have to remind you, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were young kids when they got into Babylon. They were like probably, they estimate between 12, 15 years old. They were very young kids. And yet they had this excellence in their heart. They had a love for God that drove the excellence. And that's what we have to get to is what is the motivation for your excellence? If you're motivation is wrong and it's evil and it's for self-ambition and selfish ang- uh, ambition or self-aggrandizement or to advance yourself, to advance your kingdom, that excellence ain't going to live long. It's going to die out. But if, you're, if your excellence is motivated by a love for God, because God showed you extreme excellence when he sent his best, excellence is sending your best in everything. You know, yeah. Ecclesiastes says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. You remember what the, 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 the golden law of the Bible is. Yes. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your body, your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So we are to love God with all our heart. When I'm doing something, and I have to remind you again during this leadership series that we're doing, we're not just talking about ministry work. We're not just tra- talking about preaching the gospel. It's anything God's assigned you to do. If you're assigned to be a teacher, if God wired you to be an accountant, whatever God's called you to do, if you're a, a church secretary, for goodness sakes, whatever it is, you shouldn't think of yourself as, well, oh, you know, I, I'm not the preacher, so it's like, you know, I... God's not going to require much from me. No, no, no. God is going to require an account for everything he gave you. You remember the five talents, two talents, one talent? At the end, God assembled them all, and he said, what did you do with what I gave you? Did you sit on it? Were you lazy? Were you always late to work? Were you always the drag at every work meeting? Were you always the one bringing up how things don't work or how they can't work? Or are you the person that was always dragging your feet and as a result paralyzing your organization or paralyzing your your work group you're always the Debbie Downer of the group were you the one that uh were always having like uh you know whenever you were told to do something it was always done bare minimum are you that type of person are you someone that strives for excellence that when I'm told to do something like look at my broadcast Lord told me to get on my broadcast. We started, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, unless you have the best of the best, you shouldn't even do it. No, start where you're at, but you can be excellent where you're at. That's right. You know, my very first broadcast, I look back on it, I laugh at it now because it, it looks kind of, you know, it's cheesy and all. But at that time, that was the best that we could do with the resources we had. And there was a level of excellence in it, even though it was like a poor quality broadcast, there was a level of excellence. We did, you know, I could have just shot it with my iPhone somewhere. Yeah. But we had, I bought a nice camera like a decent camera. We bought uh, all the equipment necessary. We set up a, a set behind yeah. me. We had, it looks cheesy now, but back then it looked like, I was like, wow, this is like Sid Roth right here. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we worked with that. So excellence is not necessarily having the best and then doing well. It's being the best with what you're giving right now. 100%. I, 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 would, I can't agree more. The thing is, you know, it's like a lot of people... I don't know what it is. It's like people get caught up in like in this reality of like, you know, I've already attained 
my position and now I could coast mm. in this position. That's good. And, and I'm, I'm obviously for us, it's like a, a lot of stuff that we're sharing is through the lens of, of ministry. But the thing is, you could apply this to anything out there, you know, whatever career you're in. Whenever you get that role, because your gifting permitted you to get into that role, now it's like where you should be applying. You, well, you should have been applying excellence even before there, but you should make sure that you are applying excellence every single time. Uh, why do I say that? It, it's so important because the thing is, the scripture talks about excellence a lot, a lot, because the thing is, you shouldn't do things because like, oh, you know, like just halfway done or or uh, just bare minimum. Yeah. We are representing somebody, which goes back to one of the, the original podcasts that we did was about identity, right? We are representing the kingdom. We are people That's who good. represent the kingdom of God. So we should not do things just bare minimum. Second mm -hmm. Timothy chapter three, verse seven says, and he must have a good reputation with those outside of the church. That's good. You know, so that he will not fall into this grace and snare of the devil. So it's like, it's so important that excellence is not just also when it comes to on Sunday morning, I'm going to be excellent. It's like excellent every single day of my life, That's right. whether I'm inside the church, whether I'm outside of the church, because people not only what we said before, not only God watching, but also people are watching also. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it, it, I love that you brought that up because it, it is God honoring. And, you know, the Bible says we are ambassadors yeah. for the kingdom of heaven. We are ambassadors. You go and look at a U.S. ambassador in any nation of the earth. Yeah. He's not going around with ripped clothes no. and, uh, you know, some 1993 Toyota Yaris or something or Toyota yeah. Corolla. He, he's, he's got, the U.S. makes sure that they repre they're representing their country well. Yeah. They have the nicest homes in the community. They have the nicest cars. They have limos. They might even have a full, like, uh, uh, a full, like, convoy yeah. that comes with them. They are represented well. You look at the embassies. You go into a poor nation's embassy, yeah. and, you know, it might not be nothing much to look at. You yeah. go into the U.S. embassy anywhere you are in any city of the world, you have something uh, pretty neat there. Th I, there's a there's a level of excellence that they do and they do it with a reason yeah because they're representing the wealth yeah. of the united states of america and the mindset of the united states of america I, I remember honestly i remember when i first got out of college this is you know before i went into full-time ministry i got out of college and i remember i was looking for a job and uh you know i wanted i wanted something that paid well and i remember like at this time like i had just gotten a car it wasn't like you know my car was I think like $4,000 I paid for the car, you know, I paid it and it, it was like, it, it needed work. But I remember driving my car to, to uh, the interview, to the job interview. And I remember cleaning it. I remember just making sure that it, it was clean and it smelled nice. I remember getting there. I did the interview and the guy ends up hiring me. And you know what he tells me at the interview? He tells me, he goes, you know, why I hire you. Not because you impressed me during the interview, but I saw how clean your car was. Hmm. And he said, because he goes, your car was so clean and I could tell that you took care of it. I know that that's the type of excellence you're going to bring to this, to this work, to this job. And that's why he hired me. That's so crazy. It, it's crazy because the thing is, honestly, the world is watching us. You know, especially if you are somebody who belongs to the kingdom of heaven, the world is watching you, hoping to find something wrong with you. Right? Like they're always watching. If you're, if people know you're a Christian, they want to find something wrong with you so that they could persecute you, so that they could point the finger at you, so that they could do whatever it is. That is, that's why it's so important that we carry ourselves when it, when it comes to, with a spirit of excellence because we are representing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's right. And you know, 
I, I told you about this yesterday on the phone, but the Navy SEALs, yeah. when they go out to hire somebody, they actually don't really care. I mean, there is a certain requirement as f- physical course, yeah. fitness and, and abilities and, and skill sets and stuff. You, you can't... You never shot a gun before, and you're going to be a Navy <laughs> SEAL. But they actually, in their hiring, will compromise a little bit on people's skill sets and natural fitness yeah. and their physical abilities and stuff if they see and perceive excellence and faithfulness in mm. that that candidate. Yeah, Because it's hard to become a Navy SEAL. It's not just anybody gets in. It's like uh, you can go on YouTube and look it up. It's a rigorous process to become a Navy SEAL. But at the end of the day... The captains that choose who's on their team and stuff, they will forfeit a little bit of talent and skill if they see that that person is excellent. Yeah, they're disciplined, they're faithful, and they're 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 in it. Like they're mm-hmm. in the game. They do everything they do with everything they've got. They'd rather hire someone like that than someone who's you know this extremely talented person, but he's a hothead and he you know he's on and off. Yeah. He's on and off and. I could tell in our uh, hiring processes now, we're starting to hire more people for the yes. ministry. I'm, I really don't care. I told the person that we hired for graphics, Davis, out in Florida, a friend of ours. I said, I really don't care about skill set. His handle is this. You know? Yeah. No, <laughs> Go no. for it. <laughs> I really don't care about his skill set as much as I, I mean, he does good work. He's phenomenal. But I told him, I really don't care. The reason why I'm hiring you isn't because I, I care necessarily about how good your work is. Mm-hmm. It's just I know you're an excellent person. Yeah. I know, like, and, and an excellent person, it, it overflows in everything. Like, I've been to his house. Yeah. It's clean. It's clean. impeccable. Yeah. He is, and he's not OCD, you know, it's not <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, it's clean, it, it's neat, it looks nice. It's nice. You go into his car, mm-hmm. it's not loaded. I mean, granted, he doesn't have any kids or anything, but, <laughs> but he, it's not overloaded with yeah. like you know bills and receipts and stuff like that you 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 watch him lead worship yeah. and he's not like forgetting lyrics yeah and he doesn't have lyric sheets most of the time before yeah. him he's just doing it from his, like he's learned it he spent time you know people they oftentimes ask ask me and i know this happens to you yeah. like how you quote so much scripture like how do you remember scripture and stuff like that and it's like because i'm prepared yeah i strive for excellence in my preaching yeah I strive to be excellent in my preaching. Yeah. I don't want to be someone that's bound to my notes. Yeah. I don't want to be someone that quickly just draws something up an hour before a broadcast. Yeah, yeah, and, oh, okay, let me do that. So I have something to say, and then I just read from my notes, and all right, thanks, guys. Like, oftentimes, I want to do an hour broadcast. It goes an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. And and that's my problem. But <laughs> but I, it, it's just there's I've I've prepared. Yeah. There's an overflow of what I've put in me so that when I preach, there's a level of excellence that comes yeah. out. I'm not by any means saying I'm a good preacher or I, anything, but I feel like even though my talent or skill is not the best, I'm still an I can be an excellent preacher, an excellent deliverer of the word of God. And I have to remind you again, it's not about how talented you are. Yeah. It, the most talented people are not necessarily the most excellent people. There's a lot of people who have natural giftings, and I've seen this even in the NHL. Mm. They they have natural giftings, natural talent, yeah. and it gets them. To, a lot of them get to the NHL, and you know they play. But a lot of them, and I've noticed this with some prospects for the Montreal Canadiens, first round picks, third overall, like that's yeah. hard to be. You're talking about third, the third person to be drafted in that year out of how many people played hockey their entire life to make mm. it. And then year one, they get they get canned. You know, they're in the farm team. 
They come back up for a little bit, and because they have no excellence, they just ride, they rode off their skills, their natural gifting, giftings yeah. for so long. But it couldn't. Natural giftings will take you somewhere. Excellence will take you to the top. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Natural giftings will take you somewhere. Excellence is going to take you to the top. You know why? You know why excellence will take you to the top? It's because the thing is, God could trust you there. God could trust the fact that you've been ex- not just excellent, as in like I'm talking about. There's when I think about excellence, I really think about Philippians chapter four, verse eight and nine, which says, "Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any." If there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Hmm. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So it's like that's why I say it's excellence so important because once you're there, it's like God says, you're here because I could trust you. Because I could trust you that you are focused on whatever is honorable, whatever is true, whatever brings unity, whatever, whatever is, is lovely, whatever. You know, like you're able to meditate on these things. And I could trust you because the thing is, I brought you up here and now you're not going to turn around and just mess everything up. Yeah. He brought you to a level where he could trust, he, he trusts you. That's why you're actually there. And I think like that's what happens to a lot of people. A lot of people end up, they have natural giftings. And, and I, I know it's, it's basically the third time we're saying this, but it is the absolute truth. People have giftings. People are able to do things well. But when, as they, they get comfortable in the process. They get comfortable in the process. And then the spirit of excellence, it's not, it's no longer there. Yeah. Whatever they first had, they don't do anything to cultivate it. And then it leaves. And when it leaves, man, it's like, it's terrible. It's terrible because the thing is, then it's like, we, we think that we're only affecting us. But you're actually affecting every person that's actually around you. And that's why it's so important that we do things with excellence because people are watching, because God is watching, because you're not an island unto yourself. And even when, if you mess up up there, man, you're going to hurt a lot of people. Sure. Let's switch gears here. And uh, I want to talk about taking steps towards excellence. Yeah. So what can I leave you with today as in this podcast that you can today take a step in the direction of excellence, and you can start calling yourself an excellent person. I would say number one thing, if you want to take a step towards excellence, is locate excellent people. Yeah. Be close and associated with excellent people. Yeah. If you hang around lazy, slothful people all the time that have no desire to move forward, how can two hang hand in hand unless they be agreed on the direction? Amos said, yeah. the prophet Amos in the Old Testament. How can two walk hand in hand unless they be agreed on the direction? No. Break hands break company with people that aren't interested in going to where you want to go you hang around lazy people you know what you're going to find out you're going to th- you're now going to start thinking that laziness is normal or that their level of work ethic is normal and so you're going to start adopting that to your to your own your own lifestyle you're going to think that's normal yeah. you hang around some people uh, you know you would think that uh you know life <laughs> life doesn't require much of you i guess <laughs> but when you start seeing like the schedules that some men keep and some women of God keep, and you start to see the schedules of of successful successful people, you realize that you're actually built much stronger than you are. One hundred percent. You're actually built way stronger than you are, and you're not going to settle for just you know doing one thing a day or whatever, or just yeah. one thing a week, or you know just coasting through life. You hang around coasters, you're going to coast. He that walks with the wise will be wise. The companion of a fool will be destroyed. Yeah. 
And, and I think like it actually like I'm sure you feel the same way because the thing is, when I've noticed that in my life it kind of starts feeling that every week it looks kind of the same in the in in the sense of like I'm not learning new things. I feel like for for like this week I didn't learn something new, or the second week I didn't listen. I literally start feeling frustrated. Mm. I literally start feeling like no, something has to change. And wh when does that happen? That's why it's so important to surround yourself with people. Just exactly what you said, because the thing is, we are, you know, I'm sh there's statistics that say we are a reflection of our five closest friends. That's right. Right. That's why I'm friends with you. Yeah. It's really for my benefit. No, <laughs> but uh, we are friends. Why? Like we pull one another. Right. That's right. It's like we're friends because when has there has been weeks where I felt like, oh, man, I, I feel like I'm stagnant in this area. I haven't learned something new. I get a chance to talk to you. And literally like the day after I'm like, I'm back on track. I'm like, literally, I'm like, thank you, Lord, because iron sharpens iron. That's right. And right now I'm like, I went back on track. Now I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to learn this thing. I'm going to do this. Thing. And it puts me back on track. And the thing is you are, we're really an average of our five closest friends. That's right. Like when I look at myself and I'm like, all right, I'm not that big. I'm not that skinny. I'm average right now. That's because that's what my friends are. <laughs> we pretty much have the same body. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my friends are right now. But, 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 you know, like, but I'm happy that, you know, it's so important that you cultivate this group of friends. It doesn't mean that you become a snob and you don't talk to people that, you know, they're like, oh, no, no, those people are not good. But it, it's like, make sure that you surround yourself with people that actually are going to push you in the right directions. And, and they're going to carry the spirit of excellence. Yeah. You know, I, I love that you carry the spirit of excellence. One of the things, for example, that I see in you, and for those of you listening, I'm talking to to Evangelist CJ. Um, one of the things that I see is that, you know, like he is, he does starts where he's at, but he always likes to improve when it comes to his equipment, right? Like you could have easily done this on your phone. We could have done this podcast with our earphones Stereo. and like, uh, you know, like <laughs> putting the little microphone from the, the earphones on our, on our mouse and, and yeah. try to make it the best. And if, if that's where we would have started, great, but we didn't, you didn't stay there. Yeah. You say, you know what? I want to make sure I get better. I want to make sure that the people out there get a better sound, get a better quality. Why? Because we are representing the King of Kings. That's right. And it's like, I think like that's a, a key ingredient. Make sure that you surround yourself with people that are going to make sure that you are getting better in every area of your life, specifically in the areas that you feel like you're lacking. Yeah. If you're lacking a specific area, say, who, who around my friends is amazing in this? And I'm going to pick their brain. I'm going to get around them. And I'm going to make sure that I also start implementing the same things that they carry. Yeah, and if you don't have friends that are near you that can do that, you still have YouTube. Yeah, you, you can get around podcast. Yeah, podcast. Like I listen to Craig, Craig Rochelle's leadership podcast. I know you do too. Mm -hmm. Because the man is an excellent human being. He is a <laughs> phenomenal, he's just, he's very well disciplined and he's, he's very articulate in passing on those leadership qualities and he's, he's an, he's a, a spirit filled leader. And so, you know, I don't take my theology and all that from him. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't, I've actually never heard him preach a sermon. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have never heard him preach a sermon. <laughs> I just listened to his leadership podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I know he's a godly man. He carries integrity, you know, cause he's got a very good reputation amongst other preachers too. Yeah. So, but, but I, I listen to him and what he has is rubbing off on me Yeah, and daily habits and everything. It rubs off on me. I literally like told my wife, I said, you know, like he is like, you know, cause he's a, he's a grandparent. He's a grandfather. Really? I was actually he's wondering a, today a, how many, yeah. he has like five kids, right? He has five kids, I think. And I don't know how many grandkids he has, but wow. he's a grandfather. And it's like, I told him, I said, when I'm a grandfather, I want to look like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the thing is, and obviously I'm talking about just the physical, but he, he's somebody who is definitely disciplined. In his life, he carries himself to like to a high, you know, he he carries himself with the spirit of excellence that comes from the Lord, 
And I think it's just so important for us to be able to follow. Absolutely. Let me read this scripture. First yeah. Corinthians chapter nine, verse 24, Paul speaking. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Mm. So run in such a way. I love that. Such a way. So there's a way to run to lose the prize. There's a way to run where you get disqualified from the race completely. You know, you got to stick in your lane. If I'm assigned to lane seven in a sprint in the Olympic race and I decide to run into lane eight, I'm disqualified. Or if I jump the gun and I get ahead of myself, whatever, I'm disqualified. So there is a way. And that all is excellence. It yep. goes back to excellence. There's a way to run in an excellent manner yep. where you obtain the prize. And everyone, verse 25, everyone who competes for the prize, and he's talking about athletes here, is controlled and well-disciplined in all things. But they, athletes, do it to obtain a perishable crown. You know, a gold medal that nobody... Yep. I mean, let me ask you a question, Oscar. Who won the Olympic sprinting gold medal in 1998? You don't know. Because no, it's I'm a perishable not. crown. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure at the time we were like, wow, this guy's the fastest man in the yeah, world. Yeah. Now I don't even remember. The only guy I know was Usain Bolt. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Was like, just in case, I'll just say that name. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's what he's saying. It's a perishable crown. It's a yeah. fading prize. Nobody remembers you uh, 20 years later. But we're doing it for an imperishable crown, yeah. an eternal crown. So verse 26, Paul says, therefore. So because I'm doing it for an eternal crown, because I'm going to be, you know, he that is faithful in the little yeah. will be entrusted with much and remember we're all working towards the same goal in life and that is to hear the words well done good and faithful servant good not just good yeah faithful excellent yeah a good and excellent servant we do therefore i run thus because i'm running towards that goal in everything that i do in the way i wake up in the morning in in, in the way i i've uh, controlled my environment in the way I do things at work. You know, boss asks you to uh, file some report or something, and you have to stay a couple of a uh, couple of extra hours at the end of the day. Do you just complain? I can't can't wait to leave this job. Yeah. Or do you say, you know what? I'm doing it as unto the Lord. He might not give me a pay raise for this, but God sees everything. Yeah. And He said, if I'm faithful with the little, guess who's in line for that promotion? <laughs> you know. Therefore, I, and remember, God takes account of everything. Man might forget what you've done, but the Bible says be steadfast and immovable, knowing that your work in the Lord is never in yeah. vain. It's never in vain. Therefore, I run as thus, with, not with uncertainty, and I fight, not, with, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body. I don't do what I feel. I do what lines up with excellence. Yeah. I bring it in subjection to the law of excellence, and that essentially is what he's saying. Lest when I've preached to others, I myself could be disqualified. So Paul, who was obviously gifted, talented, Excellent. anointed, he's anointed. <laughs> you know what's the saddest thing is when you see someone that's anointed that fails mm. because they're not excellent. Yeah, I've told you the story before. The Jeffrey brothers, George Jeffries and, and Stephen Jeffries, both had an amazing encounter with God when they were young in England. Yeah. They saw a bloodied lamb on a wall, and they just laid by there weeping under the power of God. Mm. Nobody else saw it, but they saw it, and they stayed yes, there for a yes, full yes, week yes. or two weeks. People came from all around England to see these two young kids that weren't leaving. They were under the power of the Holy Ghost, yeah. and they both had an amazing encounter with God, had an amazing healing ministry, salvation ministry. George Jeffries, who was actually not as good of a preacher as Stephen Jeffries yeah. was, but he was so excellent and disciplined in his approach with ministry, he knew the business of yeah. ministry, that his ministry actually shot 
to the mm. top. And though Stephen Jeffries had more results in his meetings, he was more anointed, yep. if you can say that, his ministry didn't hit the same level as George Jeffries' ministry. You know what? Because ministry is a, it's like, it's a road of continual education. Yeah. You, you know, like a lot of people think, well, once I've made it to a, being a pastor, once I've made it to a, being an evangelist, once I've made it, it's like, all right, now, now I could, you know, I, I have an anointing. I could preach. I, yeah. could, I could do this well. But in reality, we're all, we should always be people striving to learn more. When God calls a man, when God calls a woman, he calls them first to himself, yes, but then he calls them to learn from him. That's right. A way of doing things. And the Lord was excellent. Jesus was excellent. When he was here on this earth, he was excellent. Yeah. So it's like, that's that's what we got to understand. We got to understand where it should be people that we're always learning. The moment we stop learning, honestly, we'll start going backwards. Yeah, and Jesus exemplified that because yeah. they came to him to arrest him. Mm-hmm. And they said, how does this man know the law having never studied? <laughs> like, we never saw him at school. Hey, Gamaliel, did you see him at school? No. How does he know the law so well yeah. that every time we ask him a question, we're the ones leaving with our mouths dropped, and he's never studied? Yeah. Well, they never saw him study, but he studied. Even though he was the word made flesh, he still yeah. studied. Yeah. Remember, yeah, yeah. at 12 years old. That's why if you're young watching this podcast, and I feel like there's some young kids watching this podcast, you're 12 years old. Jesus was in the midst of the temple listening and answering questions. There's no age requirement. There's no age requirement. So, pretty much, the uh, summary of what we talked about today is don't be lazy. (laughs) The Bible says laziness casts one into a deep sleep. The Bible says the lazy man will suffer hunger. Yeah. The Bible talks, you read the book of Proverbs, laziness is never looked on nice. Scripture actually says the lazy man will be put to forced labor. It's the hand of the excellent and diligent that will bear rule, that will be at the top, that'll be like Daniel, a distinguished entity in his generation. And those are the people that that rule. Those are the people that are at the best, the best at what they do and, and, and looked at. So hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks, Pastor Oscar, for coming on again. Love it. Looking forward to next week's podcast. Stay tuned. Don't forget to share it. Don't forget to post it. Tag us in it. Love you. God bless you. Till next time.